0: Hey gang, this show comes with a pre-game warning. I get a little loud at a couple of points in this episode. Rather than sacrifice my artistic integrity for your ear health, I'm just going to suggest either don't listen to this with earbuds or turn it down a little. You're welcome. Hope I remember how to do this. Hello, my infinitely patient number of penguins. This is your gently flying monkey, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his opium-addicted fleet of greyhounds podcast, Beware the Donated Mango. This is the first in an unknown number of episodes, though I hope not more than nine, which are for the donors who paid $75 or more last May and June to help Mucho Mango Mayo happen this year. I promised personalized episodes to those folks, and I assumed they'd keep those little audio gems all to themselves, locked away in a basement like some kind of weird pornography that you don't even want your pets to see. But our very first donor, like I... I barely got the first fundraising post out there before he slapped his money on the table, assumed I was sharing these personalized episodes with the world. So you can thank Lawrence Simon for not only helping the Mucho Mango Mayo cause this year, but for letting at least this extra episode go public. I don't know how many others there'll be, I have to ask everybody else, and if you're one of those people I owe a show to, please contact me about whether or not you want to share your show with the world. Also, I'm sure they'll all be even later than they have been already. But for now, it's once again time for the singing of the songs. I just threw this one together, in the heat of the moment, if the moment was about a week long, rejoining my unwitting writing partners Paul Francis Webster and Bob Harris. We, meaning I, wanted to pay tribute to the Man of Steel, what with the new movie coming out and all. Here we go. Superman, Superman, does whatever a super can. Fix your doors and your locks, those neighbor kids are a bunch of cocks, complain. Here comes the Superman. He has unclogged your sink. He has smelled all your stink when your toilets can't flush, and he talks like a lush. Superman, Superman, grouchy in the hood Superman, takes your rent, mops the pee, in the hallway near 103, complain. Whenever there's a clean up, he'll put your window screen up, here comes the Superman. that's enough of that. Today's story is all about enjoying your passion, but remembering to put on a condiment. If you're having trouble containing your mayonnaise, well, you're just asking for Carl's Worst. Carl's Worst! By Matthew Sanborn Smith. Carl's dreams were plagued by wieners. He awoke in a sweat that made hot dog water smell pleasant by comparison. Irene knew it was going to be a long night. Sweetie, she said, taking his wiener into her hands. I know your caseless hot dogs failed. The raw dog brand was a novel idea, but people finally saw their francs for what they were, a pile of gross processed meat. We'll come back better than ever. Tomorrow I'll help you wrap those rascals and you'll be on top again. It's not just that, Jenna. Irene. It's not just that, Irene. It's this new mustard that's hit the market. It's so good that people don't want to sully its flavor with a hot dog anymore. They're drinking it right out of the bottle. I hear they're even releasing a line of mustard energy drinks. No one wants my foot long anymore. Let's come back down to earth, baby, she said, giving him a squeeze. It's a nice, girthy five and a half inches. Nothing to be embarrassed about, but you can't call it a foot long. I'm talking about frankfurters here. So am I, Carl. She was right. Subconsciously, he had made his Frankfurters the exact same size of, well, they were bigger than when his father owned the company, anyway. Irene fell asleep and slept like a baby, mostly because she was practical and knew their dogs were going to be terribly miswrapped the next day if she and Carl didn't get some rest. She was awoken hours later by Carl screaming from the kitchen. She put on her kitchen pants and ran to see what was wrong. I've got it! I know what I'm going to do! Carl shouted. What? I'm going to be the greatest ketchup maker ever! Talk about a poorly wrapped wiener. Irene's yawn turned into a sigh. Honey, real patriots put mustard on their hot dogs. It's like we're going to be raw-dogging it all over again. Carl stared at her. She forced out all the sigh her body had left and nearly deflated herself. After a much-needed inhale, she asked, Do you know anything about making ketchup? Absolutely! Carl ran to the pantry and returned with a paper plate and a large bottle of Hunter's blood-red ketchup. He squeezed the bottle's contents onto the plate. Look, I'm making ketchup! I think the pressure has made you a bit Donald, Carl. You're not making ketchup, you're just squeezing it out of a bottle. I'M MAKING KETCHUP! He screamed. Watch! He opened a drawer and pulled out a few packs of Heine's Five Sevenths ketchup they'd gotten with their burger takeout last week. He opened a pack and squirted it onto the plate. I'M MAKING KETCHUP! He screamed again. I think I'm going to stay with my daughter for a few days, Irene said, heading to the bathroom. You never supported my ketchup business, Carl shouted. He grabbed a pack of hot dogs from the fridge and dabbed his wiener into a place where the two ketchups had mixed. The pack of hot dogs remained sealed. Holy cow! Jenna, come quick! Irene! Irene, come quick! When she didn't come, he ran to the bathroom where she was showering. He tore aside the shower curtain and held a ketchup-covered finger out to her. Don't drip that on the carpet, she said. Forget you! I told you we shouldn't have carpeted the shower. He stuck his finger, the one with ketchup on it, into her protesting mouth was the first thing she said before slapping his hand away. The next thing she said was, Oh my gosh. Yes, Carl said with a dripping maniacal smile. I've created super ketchup. Hunters and Heine's sued almost immediately, once Carl's worst super ketchup splattered all over the market. As the months dragged on and Carl's wieners were rising, however, the two older companies felt it was in their best interest to drop their suits and grab their own hot dogs, as Carl's had become their largest single customer. In two years, Carl's became the greatest ketchup maker on the planet, People everywhere chastised their spouses for not becoming wealthy through the theft of the ideas of certain mustard makers who had paved the yellow brick road for them. Irene knew which way the raw dog crumbled. She had her name legally changed to Jenna and promised to support Carl in the fatty times ahead. I'll always be here for you, Carl, she said. Even if no one else wants your hot dogs, you can always lay your wiener between my buns. Overjoyed, he did just that. As they shared his Frankfurter in a now much larger kitchen and wearing silk-lined mink kitchen pants, he said, "You know." These hot dogs kinda suck. If this story bit the big weenie for you, you can stick a toothpick in it and other disappointing recipes at the web address of the less is less, bewarethehairymango.com. Fire rapidly at the comments for this post or scroll eternally email me at the planet Skrullos and we'll launch secret invasions of each other's kitchen pants at Matthew at the Or if you're not wearing any pants, raise your shapeshift at bewarethehairymango at gmail.com. Whenever our Netflix is thoroughly chilled, the SF and SF signal stands for Slurping Fondas, the new smoothie bar that's going to take planet Hollywood off the map. Enjoy a refreshing smoothie made for from the bodily fluids the Fonda family is no longer using, like the Peter Juice Smoothie, or the Bridget's Single White Female Problems Smoothie, try the Jane Fonda Workout Sweat Smoothie, or Henry's Vintage Golden Pond. Twitter that your disco glitter is cheaper than rhinestones, and tell all your disco glitter cowboys to follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. Did this just turn into audio Craigslist? Hey, I made a new website last week. Check out matthewsanbornsmith.com and get to everything of mine that can be gotten to online with just one click or two or three. Everything is here that I can't yet get arrested for, Surround yourself. It's like bathing inside of me. Can I get arrested for that? One way or another, this show is going to end, Damn it! By this axe, I swear. But that doesn't mean you have to stop donating. There's still a little chunk of money I have to lay down each month to keep the old shows up. Kick in two bucks on the donate button, why don't ya? Am I ruining Lawrence's personal show by begging for myself? Hell no, I'm lending it authenticity, baby. This is my signature move. He'll be able to sell this thing on eBay now. Do they still have eBay? This podcast flows uphill significantly faster than molasses thanks to some hardcore squeezing on my end as I am in turn being squozen by the prime squisher, the great fun factory in the sky. They always mixed colors in those play-doh ads. I'm sure it was to con us into thinking we ourselves could reasonably do it more than once. You try extricating a speck of blue from a ball of yellow without gaining a deep understanding of entropy on the most visceral level and weeping for the eventual heat death of the universe. Creative Commons attribution non commercial share like 4.0 international license. Except for Lawrence who can do whatever he wants with it. Until Frostbite falls and can't get up again, this will leave behind a gritty residue reminiscent of Matthew Sanborn Smith and tell you, by the time I got to Woodstock, well, I still haven't gotten to Woodstock. Good night.